Rex and effects. Check one, two. Are you ready? Rex and effects. Hit it. Hello, everybody. This is the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known as the Trailcast. I'm your host, Levi Black Eagle, and we are going to go on an adventure. So lace up them shoes, grease up those nipples, and put some band-aids on those ass cheeks, and let's talk running. Trail running. The Gas Cap Renegades podcast. Trailcast. Hello, everybody. This is um, Levi Black Eagle. I'm here <laughs> along with your co-host, uh, Jason. How's it going, Jason? Good. So what have you been up to lately? Just running twice a day, eating every six hours. Eating every six hours, huh? How's your mm-hmm. diet been going, Jason? I've gained negative two pounds so far. Negative two pounds, negative huh? Negative two. Why is your voice so deep? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think our listeners would think that was funny. They might. I don't know. Do you think they even knew that it was not me and that it was you? What do you mean, Jason? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Levi Black Eagle, your host <laughs> along with me as always. is Jason Jeremiah Johnson Cummins, the third. <laughs> How the heck are you, Jason? Good. We need a studio, soundproof studio. I know. I can hear everything. Then did you build a studio? I built a studio, and it was pretty awesome. I think I filmed like a couple of our episodes in there. Uh-huh. One or two when we couldn't, when we still had to be satellite. Yeah. And um, my son took it. I had to give it to my son. It's his bedroom now. He's got his own room now, huh? Yeah. All three of my boys have their own room, which is uh, that's like good. That's like living high. Considering... Um, when we first moved into our house, there was like 18 of us in that house. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, that's, my, that's my childhood experience. So me and my wife, we had the master bedroom because it was our house. So me and my wife stayed there and all three of the boys, we just kind of made room in that, in that one big room and like they, we put their little beds in there. And at one point they were on the floor. No, at one point they were all sleeping on our bed, then little bed. And then eventually, yeah, they all, they were all living in one room. So it's a four-bedroom house, so now they each have their own room. That's but I thought cool. I thought when that last room, when I redid it, I could kind of claim it for myself just because I... Trying I to have your own room, huh? I, 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 was, I flew too close to the sun. Don't <laughs> <laughs> have a studio. Huh? <laughs> I was like, well, they're not going to sleep in there. I didn't have my own bedroom until I was a senior in high school. <laughs> I was the youngest of four boys, and I had to wait for all of them to leave. <laughs> and the one right above me didn't leave after he graduated. He stuck around for a year. <laughs> so, yeah, good times. Good times. So I, it's weird. I go in there, and they, because they, I even, like, to this point, I still have trouble, like, because I was, I was either sleeping with one of my brothers or something. Then um, when my, finally, when my brothers moved out, Clement would stay with me all the time, or yep. one of my little cousins would. He's the reason I've never had my own room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, up to this point, I always have trouble sleeping by myself. I'll like turn the TV on. I just I don't like it. You guys always had your legs on each other too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just had to make sure someone was there. 
<laughs> what a reassurance. Scared to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're all, they, my boys are like all, it's just natural for them. That's cool. It's just the way you grow up, I guess. Yeah. Because at first, trying to get them from there, because they all, we made rooms for them, but they all just stayed in the youngest, the middle boys' room. Yeah, when we, when we, when our boys all got their own room, <clears throat> it was, took a while for them to actually take up residence in their rooms. Yeah. We'd check in the morning and they'd all be back in one little <laughs> spot together. At first, they would always end up back in our room. Then they would all end up in the same room. Now they're all, they're, they're acclimated. Yeah. They're civilized to a point. Hey, did you ever notice that, um, remember uh, that Facebook group in Harden where they sell stuff? Is it like a Harden sneak and sale? Why do they call it sneak? I don't know. I is don't it, know. Is it like we're... Sneak and sell. That's got to be something. Sneak. Because it's sneakily you sell your husband's stuff. <laughs> sneakily <laughs> hawking stuff. <laughs> Where's my fishing pole? Oh. Oh, we need gas money. <laughs> I'm sneaking, sneaking sell. You sneak it away, then you sell it. <laughs> it's a strange name, huh? I know. I never did think about sneak and sell. Why is it called sneak and sell? Kind of nefarious. I'm going to sell this to you, but don't tell anybody. Yeah, I don't tell anybody. But everybody else on the internet can see it. <laughs> it's a random thought. I was kind of wondering. Those ones are the best ones. Do you have purposeful thoughts? Sometimes. Sometimes I do. Yep. Got to move with a purpose sometimes. Execute purposeful actions. Don't just mindless actions. Otherwise, you just... <laughs> <laughs> One-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. <laughs> So how the heck you been? It's been about five months. It's been five months since our last episode. It feels like it. And we interviewed Phyllis Stanley on the last one. Was it Phyllis Stanley? Yeah. I thought we had a solo one after that, no? No, this is the one, we, the solo one. This is happening right now. Okay. And um, she was talking about the Bigfoot 200. Mm-hmm. And did you see our buddy Eric is now in the Bigfoot 200? He is in the Bigfoot 200? Yep. Eric's a, a maniac. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to interview Eric. We need to interview Eric. Yeah, I was trying to call him, but he didn't answer. Oh, man. We can't hook him up to the little Zoom pod track for anyhow. Okay. You just have to put him on speaker and hold him up to your microphone. So this December 18th, we have the cold nose. Mm-hmm. And that'll be here at Gas Cap. That'll be the... Hold on. The 18th in the morning. Sorry, adjusting my mic. And... It's a costume run? Is a costume on Christmas, winter costume? You can't run unless you're in costume. Oh, really? Just kidding. <laughs> what about the one guy who doesn't wear a costume? He just takes his clothes off. We don't want him. That's a form of a costume? It's no? a suit. It's a birthday suit? Yes. <laughs> He's like those polar bear cold plunge guys, but... Oh, no, you can come. Birthday suit guy. Birthday <laughs> suit guy. Come on over. Tuesday. December 18th in the morning. And it's free? Yep. Swag for the first 30 runners. First swag. You got to run, though. If you want to be swagged out, you got to run. No swag. Or no swag. Yep. Don't be a swag. Don't be a... (laughs) What are you calling it? A swag hole? (laughs) Don't be a swag hole. Don't be a swag hole. People just show up to races for the free swag and don't... Then grab a shirt and head out. Yeah. Yep. I don't like those... I've, I've helped people on various other runs, and uh-huh. they were trying to figure out how to avoid that. 
especially the free ones. If you get if you pay for it, then that's fine. Have all the swag you want. You paid for it, but if yeah. the free ones, it's 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 dicey, tricky water to navigate. Just wait till they get to the finish line. We tried that. Why didn't we try that? We tried that, but then say like you signed up early uh-huh. to guarantee a shirt. Yeah. But then it becomes a whole thing where you're trying to. It's like you got to have like a whole computerized inventory of what's what in this race day, you know, how chaotic it is. Well, no complaining. It's free. It's free. If you want, if you, if you, if you don't like it, you know, just you can get your money back. (laughs) But December 18th. Cold nose run. Cold nose run. And then after that, there will be the indigenous trail 20 mile challenge. I'm looking for more information coming out on that. But keep your eyes open for that. Eyes peeled. I wonder if we're going to do run across the years again. Oh, and probably the run across the years where we run in the new year. You're actually out there running when the clock strikes midnight. No, the, the fireworks go off. And our $160 firework box went off. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, did you see the Sensei made Trail Runner magazine? I did see that. Do you hear that grasshopper noise? What is that? Some sort of static. Oh, that was me. I think it was your electron electrolysis. My electrolysis. Your magnetic yeah. personality. Scott yeah. Flatlip made is in this month's Trail Runner magazine. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, shout out Scott. Did you get a copy yet? Yep, I got a copy. I didn't get mine yet. I I'm gonna have him post. sign it before he gets famous. Yep. Me too. He'd probably make me pay for an autograph right now. Uh maybe we'll give him a shirt. Okay. Something. Good. Okay. I'll, I'll have him sign it, then I'll start kind of patting my pockets like I'm looking for my money. <laughs> somewhere, Scott. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, I read Trail Runner magazine for a long time now, and I've never seen anybody that I know. It was kind of like, remember locals would every once in a while get put in faces you know of Sports Illustrated? Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. It is, and this is like the a big deal in... Um Bryce Denton is in there too, and Bryce Denton started Mountain Ultra. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice company to basically um, diversify the start line, and he's he's an ally. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really you don't notice it until someone points it out, I guess. But I don't know. Notice what the uh, how some how some things are a little more diverse than others. Yeah. So take hockey, for instance, you know, not a ton of diversity there, but a, yeah, but you know, hockey, a trail running, trail running. I guess I'm just so used to being the only person of with pigment pigment in my skin that you don't really notice it after a while. I don't know. There's a, and then you kind of gravitate towards people who are like you. And I think when, cause you guys got me into trail running, so. At the Bighorn, that's our backyard. So there's a lot of locals there, like Mm -hmm. um, indigenous folks. But then when I start traveling around to different trail races, there's some places that you're kind of worried, like, oh, man, are my kids going to be okay? Mm. Because they're waiting at the the finish line for me. And and then um, I could go into towns where they have no cell phone reception and people are looking at you weird. Or if that's just your perception, too. Mm But looking at Confederate flags and stuff doesn't really make um, a brown person feel comfortably. No. Feel comfortable. Not super comfy. <laughs> Not super comfy. <laughs> even if it is on the cover, even if it is on the hood of a, what was the car in Dukes of Hazard? Uh, it's a 
fun movie, huh? Mm-hmm. Show, Dukes of Hazard. Did it have a name? Yeah. I know Knight Rider had a name. The General? Kit. Kit, I remember Kit. Can you imagine if Kit was wearing a Confederate flag on his head? <laughs> Kit was just, The so, General, I think it was the General. Yeah, the General. So anyways, that's kind of... But yeah, I know um, Mountain Alt, Mountain Mountain. Yep, M-O-N-1-0, Mountain. M-O-U-N-1-0, Mountain. Ultra. Ultra. And um, some of us locals are on that running team this year. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> So did you apply to get onto the thingy of the official... Yeah. How was that? Fill out an application? Yep. What does it entail then now, now that you got it like, accepted? I don't know. <laughs> awesome. um, there was one rule and it was basically um, don't be a jerk he didn't say jerk it was um, more colorful language but that was the rule is don't be a jerk oh. are, you, so you you know, are you okay with that rule it's been a struggle some days <laughs> <laughs> it's been a struggle oh, <clears throat> challenging myself mm-hmm. big challenge so we have what else, what else, what's the other one coming up the hunt the Hunt Trail Run from Run the Run Cody Wyoming bunch and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm, are you going to go to that run? I would like to. When is the exact date? The exact date. Oh, I mean, anyhow, but yeah, I think that there's like a 50k, I believe. Yeah, this year they're going to have 50k, and <clears throat> a bunch of locals from our area went there last year, and it was just nice. And it is in. It's right outside of Cody, Wyoming. And I'm going to look at the date right now. There's a one, I think this is a one mile, six mile, 16 mile, and a 50K trail run. Ooh. Saturday, April 9th. April 9th. So the weather should be, if I had to guess, I would say it'd be good. Yep. And what's cool is um, Janie Curtis and the Run Wyoming crew, they gave us a discount code. It's GASCAP10. With cap, capital G, so gas cap, one word, and then 10, one zero with no space. Mm-hmm. If you use that code, you'll get 10% off your registration fee, and that's on our Facebook page. So thanks a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. If you plan on doing the hunt, make sure you use the, the promo code gas cap 10 to get 10% off. Are you going? I'm about, I, yeah, you, my you schedule is a little iffy, but I would, I'm, if I can go, I'm going to go. You better go. Well, they're having that thing in where we might have to go. Second <laughs> <laughs> <Sicking> in code. <laughs> oh, the naming for um, they're naming a they're naming a building after Joe Madison Girl down oh, on, cool. on USC the USC campus. Uh huh. So we kind of obligated ourselves to go to that, regardless. We're not missing it. So that's cool. And I don't know when a date is. All they tell them to the change spring. the date. I can't go there in that guy. Guys, I gotta I gotta run. <laughs> so. Maybe maybe they'll have it during the week. That way we can, because I don't think they name buildings on the weekends, do they? I really don't know how those things work. I would like to cut the ribbon, some of those big scissors from Dumbo Circus. And you can hit um, a glass of champagne on the corner <laughs> of the building. <laughs> I wonder how that started, huh? I really don't know. There's like weird traditions that I've never questioned and it's always interesting to find out where they started. Like cutting the cake? Yeah. That Where'd was that German. Germans brought it over. We saw them and we liked it. And that's like, what we do it. Remember the hobos leave little symbols on houses and those little symbols kind of mean things like these people will feed you or 
Really? Avoid these houses. They'll shoot at you. The old school hobos, H-O-B-O. The guys with the long stick and the red handkerchief with food on the tip. I made one of those snacks when I was a kid. Yeah. So there was actually the symbols outside of houses that meant something. And then um, around in some communities, the houses have red stars on them. Hmm. Means something. I thought that was just the last name. Uh-uh. Hmm. Look at it. There's red stars on some of these houses. I've seen those. Yeah. I wonder what it means. Do you want to tell me later? Okay. Anyhow. No, it means good luck. I wonder how did the hobos... It means good luck. It's a German thing. Did the hobos all get together and say, we need to figure something out here. (laughs) We need to uh, unionize. They had a general council of hobos and (laughs) train hoppers and... Word of mouth, I'm sure things just kind of travel. They figure it out. I've seen those red stars on houses everywhere, and I thought it was, what's that? And then finally I looked it up, and it's kind of like a horseshoe thing for good luck. Hmm. Hobo friendly, huh? Hobo friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Hobos welcome. All hobos welcome. All trail hobos welcome. Are there still hobos? I think there are, but we call them street chiefs. No, because hobos travel the rails. Or transients. Transients travel on the transit. I wonder how they got onto the trains. Did that the way from the stop? <clears throat> According to TV, <laughs> they're always running and hopping in the sidecar. Well, that's true. If you run real fast and like you grabbed onto a car, like when we'd hooky bob, it would kind of help more so than just standing there, standing there and let it jerk your arm out of its socket. <laughs> Right off, (laughs) potentially. My dad said he used to catch the train. What? From Lodgegrass to the country. I'm pretty sure that was probably just one of his hard luck stories, but they said they would. There was a guy um, I heard by Parkman, Mm -hmm. and then here he had no ride, and the train was going real slow. And don't do this, anybody who's listening. Mm -hmm. Don't play by the train tracks. It's pretty bad. But here he jumped in and jumped into a coal bed, and then he um, figured he's going to jump out back home. And then he fell asleep in that coal bed. <laughs> and then he said, uh, he got out and he thought he was at Laurel, Montana. And he started wandering around town and everybody was looking at him real crazy. <laughs> then he went to a gas station bathroom and here his um, face was just black <laughs> from coal dust. And then he got lost and he was just kind of lost. Here it turns out he was at Forsyth, Montana. <laughs> oh my God. He shall not be named, but those of you who know, know. Oh, that's an awesome story. Yeah. It turns out foresight, huh? How does he get over there? What if he ended up like an eagle lack or something? <laughs> Everybody's looking at him real crazy. <laughs> I don't even know where eagle lack is. I just know it's not around here. Hmm. Did you ever think you would do that? Like say someone shot you in the neck with one of those things that knock you out. Then they just kind of laid you. Say like you're driving on the interstate. In between Billings and Crow? Yeah. And like, just like maybe 200 yards off the interstate, like if you woke up, do you think you'd be able to figure out where you were? Because it's all about perception. If you're on the interstate, you probably recognize it, but you just went off of it a little bit and looked at a different angle. You're like, I don't know where the heck I am. Probably wouldn't know where I was. That'd be interesting. We should try that once. No. Okay. <laughs> Science experiment. That was me. Okay. I thought, thought we were hunted. We need a... Um 
so studio. How, how was your training going? I was, I was trying to remember exactly what, what it was, the regiment. I just remember it was twice a day. And <clears throat> Oh, so it wasn't really training. Me and my wife, we just now finished this Saturday something called the 75 Hard. And it was a mental strength challenge. Uh-huh. And there's a guy who came up with the challenge and he's kind of like all about being hardcore and this and that. And he's kind of, to me, kind of conservatively radical or a radical conservative type dude. Uh-huh. His, I like his motivation stuff and all that, but politics are personal to uh-huh. everybody, I guess. So that I was saying that I vouch for his motivational speeches and <laughs> everything else. So you be the judge and he's cool. But, um, so the challenge is 75 days, and in that 75 days, you have to read 10 pages a day, at least, at a minimum, 10 pages, and it can't be like a fun, fuzzy novel type book. It has to be like a growth or a learning or some sort of motivation or self-help book type deal. And the second part of the challenge is drink a gallon of water a day, mm-hmm. and no alcohol. That part was easy. <laughs> <laughs> the gallon was hard. He, went, I was like, man, I'm kind of little. This is too much water for me. I, and anyways, the third part is two workouts a day, 45 minutes each, and one has to be outside. And the fourth part of the um, challenge was stick to a diet. Any diet, just stick to it. Yeah. It has to be like a real one. So diet, two workouts a day, 45 minutes each, one outside, a gallon of water a day, and reading at a minimum 10 pages a day. It was tough. It was really tough, but we, we did it. We do you, finished. Do you feel mentally stronger? I do. Like I felt all right before. I felt good, but uh-huh. I guess um, keeping your word to yourself is really empowering. Keeping your word to yourself? Yeah. Like, or do you mean like saying, I'm going to do this and doing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, just, and a lot of his um, talk is about like, well, the way I perceived what was going on was um, where's that voice that you have that rationalizes why you shouldn't work out and rationalizes why you're making these choices and ignore that voice and do mm. what's tough and do what's uncomfortable that's going to have to like pay off in the long haul. And there was a few few nights I was up like 2, 3 in the morning trying to get my run in. <laughs> like went to Idaho and I had two layovers and then... Mm. I was like, oh no, I got one more workout and I was running around middle of the night and it was just... You were, were you running around the airport? I was running around some little town in Idaho. Riggins? <laughs> I forgot what it was called, to be honest. Salmon, home of the savages. It was, oh no, it wasn't the savage town, but it was um, where Ernest Hemingway is buried. He's buried in... Idaho. Idaho? Catch him. Catch him, Idaho. Huh. Yeah, I visited his grave. I've never read anything that he wrote, mm-hmm. but I just decided to visit. I said, hey, there's a famous dude over here, and I visited Ernest Hemingway's grave over there. Did you ever watch um, Midnight in Paris? No. So Owen Wilson, every night at midnight in Paris at this certain spot, an old car pulls up, uh-huh. and um, he just happened to be there the first time him and his wife were talking, and she wandered off, and he's kind of sitting there. I think they kind of got in or she kind of said, I'm... Going back, they kind of had a quirky relationship. But anyhow, I was sitting there, and an old car pulls up, and some like young, some young people out a night out in the town, but they're kind of dressed like old. Yeah. So they said, "Come out, come with us." So he jumps in the car with them, and they when he leaves with them, he goes back to like nineteen 
One was one was Ernest Hemingway. I don't know. But anyhow, there's like there was like um Salvador Dali, Ernest Hemingway, um who are those two writers? They're married. Oh my god, like a bunch of famous people like that. Uh-huh. Kind of that during that period and they're all kind of partying around together and every night at midnight he could go back in that car and hang out with those people. But Ernest Hemingway was in there and the character of him was pretty um it was funny. Pretty rowdy. He was pretty rowdy. He was always trying to fight people. It was strange. His grave had all sorts of offerings and poems and really? booze. And mm-hmm. it was like a lot of people went over there. <clears throat> what was more memorable, and I probably shouldn't say this, but um, a gravestone near his said Michael Scott. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was just the actual Michael was, Scott. Yeah, there was a guy named Michael, oh. a real dude, but I thought it was funny, so I took a picture of that. <laughs> That headstone. <laughs> anyway, so that challenge had me up to and out in the cold weather and just the ch- and then drinking that much water. You try to get it done early in the day, otherwise you're gonna be waking up all night long. Really? I'll bet. But it was it was a good challenge, and we did it. Did you feel any different from drinking so much water every day? Just that alone, I feel like. Um, is your skin softer? <laughs> Something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you look a little more glowy. Baloney. I didn't know it was possible to drink that much water a day, but we did it. Uh-huh. And the. I guess the first day I was like, I'm not going to drink that much water. And I was just. Then all of a sudden I found out, man, I'm really thirsty. Oh. So today I was drinking a lot of water again. Do you think you just kind of keep it up? <clears throat> I'm not going to drink a gallon of water today. That guy who must start it must be like six foot four or something. Cause how would you how would you know that it was a gallon? What was your what were you measuring with? I had two. Uh, I bought a half a gallon water jug, mm-hmm. so I just drink two of those a day. That would be hard, man. Yeah. Can you just like say I'm just going to slam this real hard and call it good, <laughs> or do you kind of have to do it? Had to um, start early, and I thought there was a thing where you can't drink too much water, otherwise it's not good. Well, I didn't listen. <laughs> That's why it's a challenge, huh? <laughs> it was good. Water's cleansing, water's refreshing, and cleans. You need water. You're 80% water. I think some people don't even drink any water. 20% gristle. <laughs> 20% gristle and <laughs> rawhide. 20% rawhide. Would you read just 10 pages or would you kind of read a lot? Um, I would read a lot, as much as I could. and. Mm-hmm. Because I hadn't been reading other than work things. Yeah. So it was actually quite fun. What were some of the books you read? Now, Relentless. I forgot who wrote it, but it's the remember. personal trainer, Michael um, Jackson. Just kidding. Ew, man. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on you. And then he trained Prince. No, uh, the personal trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, hmm. and, and his top athletes in. It was very similar to that guy's challenges. Um, Did he take credit for their success? No, he um, he helped them to work out though. But his philosophy is really good. It's like be a doer, kind of like running. You can think about it all mm-hmm. you want, talk about it all you want, but you ain't never gonna be a runner if you don't run. <laughs> Amen. Don't be a hearer. What's the word? How do you say it again? <clears throat> yeah, be a doer, not a hearer. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, tell me what you're going to do, but you'll see what I do when I'm done. Kind of type deal. 
It was good. That and like the leadership books. Jocko Blink. Remember that Navy SEAL guy? I didn't like because um, I don't read very many books. I just do audio books. Uh-huh. Man, I didn't like his voice. Who? I don't know if it was Jocko or Leif Babbitt. Yeah. One of them, one of them had a real raspy voice. And right when I started, I was like, oh my God, I can't listen to this whole book like this. After a while, I tuned it out. And tuned out his voice. I wonder if anyone feels like that about one of our voices. Ours are too buttery and sultry to do that. Got some sultry. Vo- this one, yeah, there's like. Sultry was, midnight voice? He was eating rocks. <laughs> it's gravelly voice, it huh? Just raspy and pierced my ears. I think it was the levels in, yep. the, in the recording. Then um, I got a couple of new ones I can't wait to read. One is called, I think it's Zen Bones. How do you choose books? I just look at them and some of them speak to me. Really? <laughs> read me. Read me. Do you remember that cartoon when Goofy was trying to go on a diet and all those signs were saying, eat, <laughs> eat me? <laughs> Not Zen Bones, I forgot what it was, but... um. Basically about ultra marathons and spiritual experiences, uh, and mm-hmm. and then I got one called Marathon Monks, mm-hmm. and it's a book about the marathon monks. You ever heard of them? Yeah, I think I did actually. They run like a marathon a day, and then they do like fifty milers every day. And they wear like those wiggle weird shoes and a weird hat. Yeah, and but that's more of like a religious thing, huh? Yeah, isn't that what we're a part of? It's like a cult, religious running cult. Yeah, the religious running cult. I hope not. Yeah. Scott will start me trying to make us do weird stuff. Weird initiations. Gotta run around gas cap naked. Just your shoes. At least you get your shoes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to reading those. And it's interesting. You could um, search them on YouTube, the Marathon Monks. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing what they, what the human body is capable of. And just, I think they do 100 marathons in a row. Or I'm going to get it wrong. You can find it on youtube but it's really interesting it is i don't remember when i watched it but i remember watching that a long time ago and it's pretty horrific when they um if they can't make meet their vow that's pretty dangerous Mm -hmm. so marathon monk next huh that's the next challenge no i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna read the book you're just gonna do 200 miles I i wouldn't mind doing that so we have the are you gonna do bighorn I'm not sure yet. Me either. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not sure. When's the 50 mile on your calendar, potentially? Hopefully, if um, remember it opens up for lo- locals, we'll get that news out. And locals need to get in there and sign up. Because once the like the 18, the 32, and the 50 open up no, online, I, it fills up, right? I thought there was a, um, the 100 and the 50 used to open for a while. <clears throat> 100's open right now. Is it? I'm not going to do the 100 there. I'm going to do the crazy. The crazy mountain 100. The crazy horse mountain. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not it. They used to call that the mean mountain. The mean mountain? Mm-hmm. I was showing Brocade that I was reading. Um, What the heck's the book? Dylan just posted about it last night. Yep, Joe Medicine Crow's book. Yeah. In the I heart know. of Crow Country. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the crazies. and um, I was showing Brocade... Um, She's describing why they call it the Mean Mountain. She's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, are you going to be running through there? It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's uh, tough terrain, the elevation, the climbing, and I've been up there a few times. So they think they should call it Crazy Mean? Crazy Mean. Crazy Mean Mountain. Crazy Mean Mountain. We were at the base of it for um, 
that Yellowstone production stuff. Uh-huh. I was thinking, man, I don't know where we're going to go. But I was looking at the thing as a point-to-point. A little bit of a lollipop in one section, right out and back. That's where my running journey started. Really? Yeah. Me and um, my son went up there, and then mm-hmm. on the way back, I was like, man, I need to get in shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and I, was just, I just said a prayer, I need to get in shape. And then I start walking a mile a day and turned into it. Now I'm going to get to run an ultra there. Shoots, that journey was only, what, six years ago? Five. Five years ago? Yeah. Five years ago. Dang. Only got 100 under your belt. Only took five years. <laughs> I've, I've never gone yet. And this is your year. I hope so. <clears throat> this is your year. This is my day. So we want to do the um, hunt in April. I think there was one in March. I think in March there's a 50 mile down south somewhere, isn't there? Yep, the Antelope Canyon. We're doing that. I think I'll do that. That'll force me to get in shape. Uh-huh. If not, I'll go there and realize how out of shape I'm in. Cool. Then, Because we usually use the... Um, Run to the pub half marathon. That was the one to kick off our year. Are kind of scared to go there since um, they canceled it. Then they canceled, and your co-host was mad. They canceled, and the rope, well, boy caught him. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they were just teasing Peter. <laughs> well, that's tough. That's you know what? They were the first race affected with the COVID lockdowns. Mm-hmm. They had no ideas, I guess. I, and then everybody kind of seen what they did and adjusted. Poor guy. I think that's pretty tough. It is. That's why you need to make your races free so you don't got to worry about getting people's money back. And then you had um, podcast people upset. <laughs> you don't want to upset those podcasters. You were really upset, remember? I was. I was upset for you. You did all the math and stuff on how much money was involved. Did I? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money, though. Yep. But then you got to pay fees and salaries. Salaries. Something. Yeah, you can. You can. <clears throat> but yeah, March, I'm going to do. Oh, I want to do a 50. So 50 mile, 50K for the April, but that'll probably be more like a training run. I don't know what the train is like. Uh-huh. Um, the people who went, who won again? I can't remember. Say that again? Who went to the Cody one last year? I did. You did? That was tough. It was really tough. A lot of climbing. <clears throat> it didn't look like it. Oh, was that when you saw Kanye's house? Yeah. Okay. I seen it for real. Mm-hmm. I heard it's up for sale. <laughs> you guys should buy it. Get tired of being in Cody, huh? I don't know who fast talked that guy into buying that place, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, what? I don't think you got a fast. I think it's no. just in the middle of nowhere, man. There's really no trees or nothing. Is it, was it right by the Bob's Big Boy statue in the middle of the field? It's by Bob's Big Boy in the dirt. In this cowlick. Yeah. But um, the hunt is really good. Uh, it's deceivingly hard. There's a lot of ups and downs, and it was, oh, man, my legs were burning. Really? It was. I don't know if you'll get the <clears throat> elevation gain somewhere. Probably. I didn't even check. I Last year, I just did the 18 mile, and this year, they added um, twice that, so I wonder if it's two loops. Hmm. Well, that's about 30, that's about a 50K, huh? Yep, and I, I recorded some footage, so I'm hoping to release that. Tonight or tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'll put it on the Renegade page. And how so? How's your how's your video doing? Tracking? Which one? Your one you do the Bighorn. Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, I'll check. A few people um, told me they watched it and they mm-hmm. they thanked me for sharing it. So it encouraged them to get out there on the trails and to run. Pretty soon you're gonna get recognized. 
was running. <laughs> it's a guy from the video. That's how you were, huh? <laughs> Once. <clears throat> and that happened at the rut. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's like, I've seen your video. Like about, <laughs> about four or five people. I've seen your yeah. video. That's funny. And then I was forced to DNF. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving too slow, though. I should have trained more. I think you would have finished. I, they stopped me and... Yeah, I was suffering. That was the worst. But I got to the top and I don't care. Where was I going? Remember you were texting me still. I don't remember. I was going somewhere. Remember you Was I going to Big Hot Springs, Chico? <laughs> you were in Bozeman. You were at the Hot Springs and I was over yeah. getting tortured on the side <laughs> of the mountain. <laughs> you oh, can do it. Stuff. I think that if we did it that one time, one of those conditions, I think anybody uh-huh. could keep moving. Yeah, not fall off the side of a mountain. Yeah, he really did fall off, mm-hmm. and I barely made that cut off. But then they were like, "No, you can't keep going." That's what happened, and I was like, "Well, are you gonna DNF me?" Or I know I started acting like how I act right away, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was mad at me for like wondering, "But dude, just fell off the mountain, and you're wondering if you can get a refund." <laughs> I need to put all those in there in case mm-hmm. someone. Falls off the mountain. You probably won't finish if you're behind them. Yeah, if you're behind them, no refund. Take it or leave it. <clears throat> Which is um, that year when, remember, I was injured and I finished. Oh, yeah. I got injured in the hurl and then um, they wouldn't give me a refund because <laughs> I inquired. Well, the Bible says you have not because you ask not, right? Yep. All right, there's my justification. <laughs> so then um, they were like, no, just try your best. You know, I don't know who who was telling me this. It was the race director email, and I was like, "All right." And I told my wife, "I'll just try to get to the top of Lone Peak, and I'll ride the gondola down and come home." Here, mm-hmm. I got up to Lone Peak, and I was making good speed, <laughs> so I just finished. I finished the whole race. Yeah. And then when we interviewed Bronco Billy, remember he said um, that they gave him they gave him a deferment because he was injured. What? Yeah. I was like, hmm. I need some notoriety to start getting these refunds. You do. You really do. (laughs) Getting these deferments. But it was a fun race. Really cool run. Cool race. I like it. So then, crazy... I keep trying to say crazy horse. Crazy crazy mountain run. Hmm. July. Yep. Then after that, I'm I'm not looking past that. Yep. I'm just going to quit after that. Might just retire after that. After I get one of those snazzy buckles. Oh, man, did you see that buckle? Mm-hmm. So nice. Pretty darn nice. I can't wait. Actually, I can wait. I, I think me and Indigenous Trail, we had some input into that buckle. Is that where the rhinestones popped up? Yeah, we put our rhinestones in there. We made it a real cowboy buckle. <laughs> see it? It's a, yeah. real buck- it's a real buckle, man. It is. It's pretty cool. Legit. People think you're a tour champion. Stop. <laughs> I think I came from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama. I ran yesterday. Yesterday's run was pretty cold. How was it? I ran right before the snow fell. Uh-huh. And it just reminded me that I need to... I don't know where all my cold running weather stuff went. Yeah. Cold weather running stuff went. My hands were cold. I was running with my hands in my pockets. Which was kind of weird <laughs> for a little bit. That'd be funny. Then my light, I didn't have my headlamp. I need to get a waist light. <clears throat> the one I got is really awesome. It's a Kogala. Kogala? Sounds like a crow word. Yeah. 
Kogala. <laughs> Kogala. Ah. And um, it's pretty good. It's like a semi-truck. What? It's real bright, remember? Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck? I don't know what that means. It's a pretty... And yeah. Show Kogala. Show Galalo. <laughs> Kogala. Kogala, huh? The other day, um, Eddie... <clears throat> we got a Cuban cigar. We had those international teachers and they were giving gifts. Mm. And you can believe this or not. We got a Cuban cigar and we were trying it out. And then um, this real big preacher dude came by and tried to get after Eddie and he said, that's an abomination. <laughs> and then um, really quick, Eddie slapped his tummy and said, no, sir, this is an abomination. <laughs> I told Eddie I'm going to tell that story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do they really have Cuban cigars? Um, I think they're from somewhere else. I don't know. Can you guys take gifts? I don't know. What do you mean, can you take gifts? Like, accept gifts. I can accept gifts. You can't give gifts to, like, Congress people. Or if you work for the government. Can't hire their kids for certain positions, huh? Mm-mm. They can hire your kids though. Just kidding, Eddie. Eddie told me that story, but <laughs> I I'll, I'll take him out of there. It wasn't him smoking the cigar. It was um. It was me. Yep, it was you smoking the cigar, and you just slapped uh, your preacher friend's tummy and said, "That's an abomination, <laughs> sir." <laughs> oh my heck! So after that, um, cold nose. Hopefully, it's cold. Yeah. Was it that cold last year? <laughs> no. It seemed like the past couple years really wasn't that cold. Global warming. Global warming. The first year we had it, it snowed and it was really fun. And mm-hmm. But we're going to have it again. Last year we missed, huh? Yep. We missed. <clears throat> I was calling trying to get t-shirts today and they didn't have like the files on record. They told me they did. I could send them. I couldn't find them, but I, I found them in my my um, my mail. So. With the, I resent them. With the Yeti? Yeah. Chewbacca, blue Chewbacca. The lady said, yeah, we have it. It's right here. I said, oh. I was like, I almost, I was, what does it look like? She said, oh, it's a guy with a headdress. It looks like he has a really cold nose. <laughs> like, <laughs> the older one, huh? Yeah. Nope, that's not it. Cool. We got some medals made, too. Woodles. We got Woodles? some Woodles, Woodles made. Yeah, they're made. We got some finisher medals made out of wood. Anyways, they're that, pretty cool. That's they're, hard to think about, huh? They're Woodles. Woodles. They're metals made out of wood. So they're woodles. Woodles. That's odd. Anyways, they're, they're pretty cool. So if you're one of the first 30, man, you're going to like it. You should make it in place too. First to 30th place. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> and I only made rivers for 10th place. So yeah, they go all the way. <laughs> you watch them Second the place will be called um, First Loser. Second Loser. Just kidding. No. That'd be cool. Though. We should do that. There's an idea. Finisher medals, we'll just put them in the place they finished. Yeah. Anyways, the finisher medals are pretty nice, and the shirts are gonna. Yeah, be. I seen pictures are pretty pretty snazzy. How did she paint them? Did she hand paint them? It's a trade secret. Golly's man, that's a lot of work. Trade secret. They're gonna be worth it. Yep. Do you think we're getting out of hand with like how well we're making all these things for free? We love the community. We do. Yep. And we're not communists. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we need to start charging for these? Um, I, these outsiders are really baffled that we don't. 
like the ones we hire to come in and like kind of help. Yeah. And I'm like, golly, it's like, why are you guys doing this for free? It's like crazy. Uh huh. I don't know. Why do we do it for free? We just want to share the good feeling that it's giving us, right? Yeah. It's not kind of what we. Mm-hmm. I think it, it pays off because eventually, you see, all these people get bit by the running bug and they're going off paying money to. And then it helps them, and and then they it just. You just got to give back. Yeah. And I think that the value of the giveaway, they once gave away 400 horses. Which hmm. is why they call it that. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. It might have been 42, but 400 sounds better. <laughs> One of those numbers. Wow. <clears throat> you know that there was a um, Upsalaga holy man in here. Um, he had a ceremony by this river, mm-hmm. and he needed 100 buffalo tongues. And he took 100 buffalo tongues, and he did that ceremony and... You know, all the feed and all that right there. And to this day, they call it Tongue River. Really? Yep. We named it. I didn't know that. Yep. Like all Wyoming and Montana, like all these place names are from us. Matitsi. Matitsi. Ten Sleep. The crows would um, change like camp every two to three days. And then one time they all got a cold and they're kind of sleep um, sick. And they slept in one spot like ten nights. Hmm. And so it's Ten Sleep. There's a sign over there that's inaccurate, saying it took ten days to travel from South Dakota to there. That's not true. Ten sleeps. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true. But um, we need to do something about that. You can do something about that. We will do something about that. Isn't there a crow's heart too? Yep. Anyways, all these place names are it's our homeland. It's we our need homeland. to um, we need to make sure people know that. Do you think the Absorki know why it's Absorki? I would hope so. What's their mascot? The Tigers? Is our um, tribal member coaching over there? Absorki? Yeah. Who? Is um, Cameron over there? Oh, where is Cameron? Yeah, he's coaching over there. They really? got a real Upsala guy coach over there in Upsala guy land. Yeah. He needs to let him know. Is, is he still over there still? I can't remember where he's at. He was there last year. I think he's there this year. So that's, that's interesting. So hopefully he's telling him. I don't think I'd ever want to coach. It's, yeah, it's tough. It is tough. It would be tough. I think I'd be mean. I tried coaching my kids one time in practice. I, I was a little disgusted with myself. Really? Mm-hmm. Were you like a soccer mom? I was really bad. Soccer dad, I mean. I was like, Tiger Woods is dead. Oh, look at it. It's all right. Tiger turned out all right. Oh, well, I had a bunch of issues. <clears throat> well, I mean, winning-wise. Oh, yeah, I guess. guess you get a balance, huh? Yeah. Life's all about balance, guys. <laughs> so anyhow running how's the running going going well start training now but um, i'm glad to be back on the podcast here it's been me too it's been a minute yeah i'm gonna dust the old cobwebs off <clears throat> so i guess um we jumped on to tell everybody about the the runs coming up the cold nose we'll make sure we share the um the good folks of run cody wyoming that Runnegade 10, if you want to sign up for the hunt run. Yep, the Runnegade 10. They have various distances, but I was just looking at the 50K yep. trail run, Runnegade 10. And I think, 10% some, off. I think some people already signed up for it and they missed the discount. <clears throat> oh, they missed it? Yep. I'm sorry. Um, but um, thanks for contributing to the costs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to pay for the uh, permits. Yep, all that stuff. But it's a good it's a good um, race outfit, um, Run Cody, Wyoming, and they're really welcoming and just, um, they're a good outfit so 
it's going to be a good day over there. And then you can visit the Cody Museum. I've never been. Oh, no, wait. I did. I I, there. Never mind. I yeah, there. we went and visited the Cody Museum, and it was nice after that. And I think Curly's house is still over there. Really? Where Curly's allotment was. I didn't know that. And his cabin's still over there. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so you can. Maybe we should prearrange to have that open and go visit it. I don't know what his house looks like. Uh, and then. Um, For anybody who doesn't know, who was Curly? He was a Crow native. Oh. A native. Pretty famous. Then um, the Indigenous Trail will have its 20 mile challenge, and we'll find out about the new running in the new year, huh? Mm hmm. That's kind of more of a local community mm-hmm. thingy majigger, but everyone's welcome to come. Yep. I like it. I had fun. Bring your headlamps or your flashlights so yeah. you don't be running around in pitch black dark. <clears throat> Especially if you get a... And if you go back home and if you live in Hardin, watch out for the cops. <laughs> they, don't, they don't believe that you're out running at midnight. Showed up and you'd be all sweaty and they'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was coming home from a community event. A community event at... After midnight? Uh, New Year's Eve is on Friday. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Can you believe it's going to be 2022 already? I can't believe it. The other day I was teaching a class and one of the students um, was talking about something. He said, and it happened in the late 1900s. Like it sounded like real ancient. And then he said, I'm 1990. I was like, hey, it'll be saying late 1900s. Acting like we're ancient or something, you know? <laughs> like 1990. I think my, did my kid ask me this? Do they have color TV? <laughs> How old do you think I am? Color TV. My son had, my son, we were um, teaching chores to our boys now. And one of them was they had to do um, fold the clothes. Uh-huh. And my oldest does kind of sit inside my wife's sweaters and she kind of like a big old cardigan kind of like a yeah. wooly cardigan and he kind of put it on and it fit him and he looked at me and said dad look at me I'm a kindergarten teacher who's mad then he kind of grabbed him and kind of crossed it over and like <laughs> <laughs> kind of closed his shirt and crossed his arms huh? <laughs> that's funny oh my goodness good stuff ancient well Jason yep what do you have? Anything else? No, sir. Neither do I. No, sir. So stay tuned. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll see you again in five months. Just kidding. I hope not. Let's try to keep doing this again. Otherwise, I suggest you give me and Scott your code. I don't even have a code. Um, to upload this stuff. Oh, yeah. How about it? I'm going to steal your Zoom and hawk it. Sneak in, Sal. <laughs> Sneak it. You're going to sneak it, then hawk it? Yeah, sneak, sneak it, it, then hawk it. Don't tell anybody where you come with this Zoom recorder. Yeah, if you have a Zoom recorder, get a hold of me. Yep, sounds like a magical plan. All right, everybody, tune in next time. Um, we'll, we'll record, we'll interview somebody. Guarantee it. I promise. Right. All right, run hard and run like the wind. I forget how to do that. Do we have an outro? Yeah, we got an outro. I do that, baby. All right.